I hate that question. People always ask that, can you separate the art from the artist? Yes, you can separate the art from the artist. We separated the child slavery from the, all our clothes. <laughs> you're not a good person just because your art is ethical. That's a small sliver. That's like Ted Bundy being like, hey, at least I recycle. <laughs> you know that clothing company, Zara? Zara, there was an article that came out. They said that they found in the stitching of some of the Zara clothes notes from the workers that said, we made this and are not getting paid for it. And you know how little Americans care? These pants are Zara. <laughs> I wrote them back, taper the leg a little, please. by the good people at the Podbelly Network. My fellow Americans, we are fortunate to be alive. They need them to protect us from the number one killer in history. Protect us from the Central University. A study on everybody welcome to episode 299 299 episodes of Art Jacob Do America I am your host in the place to be Mr. Jacob P and sitting kind of behind me this week adjacent adjacent the right at a right angle an yeah. obtuse angle I don't know where we're at in this present present juncture 45 uh, degree yes uh, but sitting 45 degrees left to me is the brown recluse Mr. Art Trail Art say hello to the millions and millions, what the fuck is up? Guys, if you sometimes feel like you don't have a partner, if you sometimes feel like the only way or whatever he says, um, guys, go to cavemancoffee.com. Check out their entire inventory. They got the coffee beans. They got hibiscus tea. They got cacao butter. That shit will get into your bloodstream. If you're having writer's block and you can't think of writing anything but California, that shit will get into your bloodstream, help you write better songs. Um, use promo code America to see, receive 15% off. They got sweatpants on clearance right now that have black crazy double C. Whoops, that's a Chanel logo. <laughs> <laughs> or crucial conflict. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never I thought mind. you were the doing the D-Generation X. Um, they have those shit on sale right now. Show up wearing your caveman coffee sweatpants and tag us, tag them. Shows that you appre- I, it shows that you listen and we appreciate it. They appreciate it. Again, promo code America for 15% off. And speaking of sponsors, guys, make sure you check out our other sponsor, guys. I need everyone to head on over to SucreApparel.com, where the great and powerful Nicole Smith-Bosch has put together an illustrious array of merchandise that she has created with her own two hands. So go on over there. Buy everything that you want, love, and desire. Uh, Valentine's Day is about two weeks away. Oh, so dude, don't get me started. <laughs> she has... 
a great catalog of merchandise that you can buy for your little sweetheart or secret Sancha or whoever whoever's in your life yeah. that you want to show some love to on Valentine's Day. But load up your cart with stuff that you like, something they might like. It's an easy gift. Uh, but before you hit checkout, guys, I need everybody to enter promo code Art and Jacob, and Nicole will give you ten percent off your entire purchase. But guys. God damn, my fucking headphones got cut. <clears throat> but we're not here to talk about Valentine's Day or how Art thinks Anthony Kiedis is a subpar songwriter. Art, what are we here to talk about today? Wait, before we get into that, guys, you might have heard a third voice on the microphone. Insert some clapping, Jacob. Make some noise for the great, the powerful Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, Mr. Ross Calderon. <laughs> In the house. Thank you. Ross Calderon is here. Full in effect. Thank you, sir. We brought on Ross Calderon uh, because he's a gentleman. Of and a many, scholar. And a scholar, but he also... Oh, I thought you were, oh, were going to do the E.T. finger thing. <laughs> I was like, dang, yeah, Jacob's... Yeah, or the Too Sweet or whatever. Yeah. Okay, we can do that yeah. too. Uh, See? Uh, but um, guys, we're here to talk about separating the art from the artist or separating the artist from the art however you want to look at it and we're not talking about art's first sexual experience either yeah yeah, yeah. um uh we had a cancel culture episode a couple of maybe like two years ago now yeah, it was around when corona first started i want to say yeah it was a while back and i guess this would be like a piggyback episode to that like this would be a continuation but this time we want to go more in depth with specific cases and how we feel about things we've kind of mentioned things like this in the past but uh we've never had a full-on episode where we sit down discuss you know the more intricate parts of you know how we feel because a lot Mm -hmm. of this is how you personally feel about correct how i feel might be completely different from how jacob feels and that is exactly why i was like this is perfect to have ross on because it's a third opinion who might give us a completely different perspective of how we might feel about this and not only that but like we have our own you know group chat on instagram where <clears throat> i mentioned a couple episodes ago where i mentioned uh have you seen you know the documentary that's on youtube about crystalia ross being a huge crystalia fan uh i i was like shoot i gotta i gotta see where you stand on this position before you know i i make my own you know yeah, I mean, it, I think it's perfect because it's like, oh, how do you feel about Chris Lee? Are you going to keep listening to him? It's like I haven't heard one goddamn. Like, I don't yeah. I don't even know where I could find a Chris Lee, dude. Right, like, you, don't, you don't land anywhere in that spectrum. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, what does it matter? Like, for me, whether he, like, does or doesn't, to me, it, my spectrum continues the same. Which but, is it's interesting, too, because you coming in not knowing anything about him, uh-huh. what is your perspective of him knowing what you know? Yeah, I mean... Do you, do you should we start with him? I mean, yeah, let's start with him. Is, yeah, okay. Not? Well, let's start with him. I mean, <clears throat> so what I had, we had, um, uh, what's oh, this is gonna sound super terrible, but what's Hampton's wife's name? The comedian in Hampton from uh, Suicide Buddies. Oh my Georgia, god, Georgia, Georgia, Georgia Brooks. Sorry, you had her on your episode. <laughs> so, sorry, I, <laughs> but all right. I blinked out. I mean, this is yeah, not, yeah, out, yeah, but yeah, Georgia right. Brooks is on here. And um, Georgia Brooks on their podcast, when they had a podcast called Nice Bum, Where You're From, she kind of like singles him out and basically says like, like I've met him. He's kind of a douche. Like he's, right. he's just not. And it's like from what I from what I gathered about him, from what like I've seen him like tell jokes, you know, like it's like I, I don't want to say like I take joke telling like super seriously or anything like that. 
but it's a, it's it's an art it's a craft and i don't think everyone has it like not like not everyone should should do it you know like not everyone's gordon ramsay in the kitchen type of thing you know like there's a special magic sauce to 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 comedy and i think he like strikes out on two big things where it's like the thing that you should be like a you know louis ck like louis ck is like fucking babe ruth at the bat when he comes to comedy like however you might I feel about his yeah. however you might feel about his like sexual allegations that's a different thing and i'm, I'm sure he'll come up later on but i do think that Chris Aaliyah is not that. Like, Chris Aaliyah is just, like, a dude that, like, I feel like I know people that could go toe-to-toe, like, you know, follow him up at a comedy special and be, like, like no disrespect to him or his fans, but I just don't think he's, like, that talented where I'm, like, well, you know what? I kind of want to check out his comedy now because he, like, held his own, like, or check out his podcast or whatever. I didn't check it out before, and, like, now that I know who he is, you sent that documentary yeah the crystalia problem the crystalia problem you sent that and i was like not only did like georgia brooks who has been on this podcast like and she mentioned that before this documentary <laughs> yeah any allegations like a year and out. a half before dude yeah way before even the first allegations went on what we're talking about if you're ignorant to this i guess correct me if i'm wrong ross you know and i mean you might come from a different perspective from this but i guess Initially, the first allegations that came out was uh, about, you know, he cheats on his wife and he was a groomer uh, that he would have like a lot of girlfriends that, you know, were underage. And then once they became of age, they had consensual relationship. Creepy, and weird or whatever, but not in quote unquote cancelable or whatever. Right. But enter this documentary called, you know, the Chris D'Elia problem or I'll correct myself with a YouTube image or whatever. Right. Yeah. But anyways, you watch that. And I see all these female comedians, you know, not Georgia Brooks, but like huge ones like Annie Letterman, uh, fucking Sarah Wineshake, just saying, fuck you, Crystal Nikki, Nikki Glazer. Yeah, Nikki Glazer. Just Annie, Annie Letterman. Yeah, putting him on like total, like, you know, fuck you, like on their social medias or whatever. And I was like, oh, well, I, when I get time, you know, from being a good dad, I'm, you know, I'm going to check this out. I'm going to sit down and really watch this or whatever, right? And I had skeptical hippo eyes just because it's a YouTube documentary. So I went into it. It kind of in a in a neutral in neutral grounds because it's like I like the guy you know he's fucking he has one of the funniest bits when he was on the Calabasas Fight Companion when he was doing the whole like don't push me over to the right wing or whatever right and I, I thought that was one of the funniest things ever but like I've had my own personal experiences with him and I remember you know telling you this when you know I went to the comedy store a couple times where I ran into him a couple times and he was kind of a dick. And, you know, I kind of just was like, you know what, that'd be like him running into me at my work. I'm busy. I'm trying to, you know, be on top of my game. You can't you can't give everybody their moment or whatever. It, it's forgivable, whatever, right? But it always kind of stuck in me a way, whatever, right? Anyways, I watched the documentary, and I'm like, ah, you know what, Those are just, that's just like he said versus she said. But towards the end of the documentary, like, one of the girls actually gets him on the phone, and he's, in a way, admitting to more than just, you know, quote unquote being a groomer there's not to spoil the the documentary but it's basically a sex cult where multiple girls all over the country uh, went. but um i mean we we can get into it you know later but when i saw that it made me feel a certain way you know the first allegations i was like oh whatever that's between him and his wife like i don't give a fuck whatever right that's between him his wife and god and his kid or whatever right I'm just here for the podcasts. I'm just here for the YouTube clips or the Instagram clips or whatever. It's whatever, right? But once I saw that, it made me kind of feel a certain way. 
and I kind of like just took a, a step back from engaging anything kind of crystallized because I don't want to support. I didn't I, to me personally. I mean, you might feel the opposite way, but I just didn't want to support what he was putting out in the world. Yeah, I wouldn't say I, I feel the opposite way, but there's an interesting. That's why we're talking about separating the art from the artist because for me personally. And this is a personal story for me is that so I became a fan of Chris D'Elia probably like 2014 when he was barely in the comedy scene. Ten minute podcast with Will Sasso, Brian Callen, one of the best podcasts that you could listen to. And I kept following him. I had him on Instagram. And when he came to Bakersfield in 2018, um, he made a post and I said, dude, you're one of my favorite comedians. I can't wait to see you. I'm saving up money to go see you. And he said, thank you, and DM'd me and said, I'll give you tickets for my show. So he gave me tickets for a show, and I got to meet him. I got to meet him. I took one of my friends with me. I got to meet him. We did the backstage thing where I met him. I got his phone number. Awesome guy. I didn't have a negative experience, experience. with him. Yeah. So th- that's one of the biased things about it because, like, Especially now, like listening to his podcast, it's not just his podcast and the podcast he has with his brother and then the podcast with Brandon Shaw. He has three outlets. And now, like since the new allegations came out, I'm I'm starting to hear things, but like they're more quiet about it than it was a few years ago. So the way I see it is like, well, he didn't really do anything illegal. It's more alleged. Mm-hmm. But the biggest takeaway I could see, and I told Jacob about this, like, He's definitely a teeter. But, like, when you look at, like, NBA players like Shaq, like Kobe, like, there's so many allegations about them. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you going to be remembered for? It's not like Bill Cosby where Bill Cosby openly, like— Drugged and raped Drugged and raped. And especially, like, with Louis C.K., like, he asked these girls, like— And, again, I'm not trying to sound like an asshole, but, like, he's out partying with these girls. Like, Sarah Silverman said the same thing. He's like, can I jerk off, like— there's a, a certain element to like being what you are. Like you're you're on the road and you're traveling. This is your life. Same thing with like rock stars. Like you look at the Motley Crue movie. Like they're doing all kinds of crazy shit. Like there's so much. You're basically living a rock style life. So I don't judge Chris Alia for living his rock style life. When I listen to his podcast, he's more raw and like more open about like, yeah, this is the things that I'm doing. But at the same time, you got to look at an uh, other side. So if he's going to be like, I'm going to keep this side of me a secret. But once it comes out, then I'm going to, you know, be more positive and talk about it. At the same time, there is retaliation about, you know, the women that get hurt about it. Just like with Kobe Bryant, like this woman got hurt about him. So she's like, I got raped by Kobe Bryant. So there's more to it. My whole thing is like, if the guy hasn't been convicted about it, chances are it's just more alleged than it being factual. But there is a fine line because you could look at the same thing with like Michael Jackson, for example. He had his trial in 2005. He was acquitted in 2005. Then 2019, there's this documentary about the same people that went on behalf of him that made up these allegations. It's hard it's hard to determine whether you believe them or not. But regardless, this person has a history where it's like, 
I like who this person was. I always have. So I have my feelings about this person. So it's hard to be like, I'm going to drop everything I know about this person and just believe this one thing. That's the biggest issue. Yeah, and I feel you on that because I feel like <clears throat> you mentioned a bunch of people like, you know, Kobe, Shaq, <laughs> like all, yeah, yeah. all my childhood right there, Michael Jackson and whatnot, right? All right. And you do you do look at that. And I do think you mentioned the Michael Jackson documentary. Hold, we're, hold, we're, hold on, though. I I mean, the the Kobe Shaq thing, though, is like, wasn't Co- wasn't Shaq just accused of like cheating on his wife with like multiple women? Like cheating on your wife is like one thing. It's like, dude, like half of this fucking country is divorced multiple times because they cheat on his on their wives. Like cheating on your wife is like not, I wouldn't say like a punishable thing. That's like, I don't care. Like I'm going to keep listening to this person. The Kobe one is, is a really good one. If we mentioned it actually, Kobe passed away today. One year ago. Yeah. Uh, but, um, wow. But, um, or two years, two, two years. years ago today, three, three years ago, three years, years ago. Wow. Yeah. That's no, five I'm, years. No, I'm just kidding. No, but <laughs> yeah, seven <laughs> years ago today. Yeah. But, um, but he is, he is one of those guys that's like, I think he know he knew he he fucked up. Like if he would have continued down that road, I think that's where like I would have been like, oh fuck. That's Kobe. why he bought like, her that fat ass ring after. You know? yeah. yeah, I mean, but Kobe's like whole redeeming arc. Like even like I, I think he had a a pretty good redeeming arc, and I think that we haven't focusing seen, on his daughters. You know, yeah, I mean, the dude basically turns into like one of like the most poster dads out there. That's mm-hmm. basically like. You know, he coined, he didn't, I don't know if he coined the phrase, but he popularized the phrase like girl dad and all that stuff. Like he, he, he was very much like involved in like his kids afterwards, you know, like I think that Chris Aaliyah has a chance to do that and we haven't seen that. And that's the difference between like Kobe he and Chris has. Aaliyah. He kind of well, has. The thing, yeah, the thing I was leading into with like the Chris Aaliyah thing is like, like, like Art was alluding to, like, there's one thing to, like, just cheat on your wife. And, I mean, that's horrible and whatnot, but, like, that's between you, God, and your, your spouse or whatever, right? And your your family, your kids or whatever, who else is involved. The thing with that, the Chris D'Elia thing is, too, it wasn't just him cheating or doing stuff that's not illegal. It, it kind of teetered that line where, like, some girls were alleging, like, physical abuse, mental abuse, where it's just, like, some of that might not be illegal, but it's 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 fucked it's fucked up enough. Yeah, it's not Bill Cosby drugging and raping you explicitly, but that that part where it's just like you know he would what was it he would demand that you know I walk on all fours or something like that, uh, and just play those mental games. Yeah, like emotionally that. abusing. Yeah, 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 and quasi physical as and well. And I think like with him, like especially me being a fan, uh, is that when I watched that documentary. <clears throat> There's recording of him like saying like there's I want a harem of you guys just living together, massaging me and doing all the like. But again, it, it's hard because like I, I like this guy, but it's hard to hear that stuff. But at the same time, like when I listen to his podcast, it's like this guy has a sexual addiction and he admits it. He went to rehab and all. There's an addiction and it's like it's like a buddy coming to you. Like, and I'm not trying to say that he's my buddy, but like when you, you feel, listen, you to, feel that way. Yeah. When you listen, yeah. like if you were listening to like any kind of podcast, two bears, you know, art and Jacob do America, <laughs> you know, if art was like doing something nefarious, he's like, oh, you know, I, I just jack off to like Star Wars porn, <laughs> you know, like I, I like this guy, but like, he's got a fucking problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's like. You're always rooting for this person, but it comes to the a point. The redemption. But it comes to a point where, like, just in 2020, he made his apology video, and then he does it again, 
and then he apologizes again. It's like, but then aside, well, that's what I mean. I feel like the the redemption arc, and they start the documentary off by saying basically like he came out, he paraded his wife and child out on stage and pre- presented himself. And he's as doing a family it again man. because he's got another child on on the way. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the allegations are just like mounting on him. Yeah. It's not just like and like you mentioned cancel culture at the beginning of the episode. It's not just like. Oh, we're gonna cancel John Wayne from 1953 or whatever, like from something that happened decades ago. Like it's like an ongoing thing, and I think that's why it rubs me a wrong way. And the documentary at the end said something too, and it mentioned a guy that I'm partial to, Brendan Shaw. I know the whole internet hates him or whatever just because he's a bad com- comic, but I like him. I met him three times, just like you. Like I have a positive experience from meeting him like once, you know, on purpose when I went to go see him here and twice just running into him, just super twice on accident at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> he, he came to me asking for help. All right. <laughs> He's like, Hey, can you jump my trailblazer? <laughs> sure. Brendan Schaub. Uh, I mean, that, I, but, but, but what I was going with on, on that is, is like at the end of the documentary, they, they make a point to say that like he's so good at pulling the wool over people's eyes and then it shows a picture of like Brendan Schaub like you know because yeah, uh, Brendan oh. Schaub will stick up for him and it's just like oh wow is he pulling the wool over his eyes too and then it makes Brendan look even dumber and it's just like god damn it makes me kind of feel even more of a negative way but that's the thing too so like if you look at the three of us like I'll tell you right now if I was fucking famous right now I'd be canceled immediately <laughs> you guys would never have me back on this well, well neither of us are gonna run for public office Let's just put it yeah, no way. it's not even just that like there are so many bad stupid shit that I've done in my life especially being like almost 37 and dude I have done so many unforgivable things that two people could come out and be like I hate this guy you know but like that's the thing is like when there's so many people that like you versus the people that hate you. So it comes to another, another level, which is like, for example, and I, I know we weren't going to mention this, but Bill Cosby, for example, I mm-hmm. heard that he's going back on tour. This guy is like on yeah. his last till he's almost dead. It's like, do you feel bad for the guy? <laughs> Probably not. His eye barely works. I, is he really going on? Yes, yes he is. Yeah, my God, dude. But like, read listen. the fucking room. Yeah, dude. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's gonna be some hecklers in that room. <laughs> Let me ask you this: like, just to go back in the fucking in the I vein hope of this no topic. Trolls show up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How was he gonna address the trolls? <laughs> uh, you people, just you get him out. Yeah, you it's just like a goddamn Trump rally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just wanna just. <laughs> do these things like just him like going off about it don't give him that pudding out the door just get him out sorry jacob what were you gonna say no but how did you guys feel like when you heard about fucking bill cosby's allegations and like the mounting evidence that kept popping up you, okay so one of I, at least for sure one of our favorite comedians hannibal burris was the mm-hmm. dude that like put him on blast and I thought, I mean, it's not like I grew up with Bill Cosby. Like, he was kind of the generation before us type of thing. So, like, I mean, I think if, I think if like, you know, Will Smith came out and was, like, doing that shit, that would be like, oh, fuck, Will Smith. Like, that dude was my idol. Like, that dude was a dude I thought was, like, well, you had to be when you grew up. Type yeah, thing. yeah. So, but to me, like, Bill Cosby, like, I didn't know. I knew him from, like, the Pudding Pop commercials and things like that. And, like, I knew he had that show. Kids say I, the darndest things. Yeah, that's like, I, but I didn't watch that shit. Like, I was watching fucking South Park at that age already. Yeah. So, like. But he was America's dad. And he had, like, this yeah. squeaky clean. Oh, and I watched clean. Ghost Dad. <laughs> yeah. I did fuck with Ghost Dad. If you didn't yeah. fuck with Ghost Dad, we got some fucking problems. Well, think about Art growing up. He fucked with Ghost Dad. I yeah. fucked with Ghost Dad, dude. I, as did you? 
I fucked with Ghost Dad. If okay, you didn't yeah, fuck with Ghost Dad, something's wrong with you. you That's get, like the missing link. Dude. We're going to fucking jump your <laughs> you ass. You should get uh, apparel. I fucks with Ghost Dad. <laughs> hey, I don't care if he did do that shit. I still fuck with Ghost Dad. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> there was a lot of good fucking people on that fucking movie that worked hard. You guys have a Art Jacob apparel. I don't care if he did do that shit. I fucked with Ghost Dad in the back. Dude. <laughs> It just says ghost dad on the back, but everything <laughs> only, in the front. Holy ghost dad. I don't care what he did. All I know is that I fucks with ghost, ghost dad. <laughs> Nicole Smith Posh, get yeah, on that shit. That'd like, be offensive. Boom, like just his face at the. Yeah. People are always like, what does the front part say? And it's just a picture of Bill Cosby going like that with the ghost. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't he like jumping out of a cab? He like was. Like a yeah, that, he that's was, that image of him jumping out of a cab. He was the ghost, yeah. yeah. Doing that, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean. He was, you know, when I found out about it, I was like, fuck. Like, you know, he is one of the big recognizable names. We talked about Kevin Spacey just a few episodes mm-hmm. ago where, like, Kevin Spacey was one of those guys that, like, I fucking love Seven, mm-hmm. um, The Usual Suspects. Like, I, I love those movies. Like, I think he's a phenomenal actor. And the question came up of, like, would you still watch Seven or something or The Usual Suspects? And I was like, yeah, I mean... It's still gonna be one of my favorite movies. Like, you know, because when you look at it, like the Ghost Dad, for example, like I made the joke, of, like there was a lot of great people that worked on that movie. Yeah, it wasn't just Bill Cosby on that movie. He wasn't yeah. the prince of that shit. Wrote it, directed, Fucking and performed Eddie it. From uh, um, Family Matters, Family Matters was in that shit. Dude, yes. uh, yeah, okay, and also uh, I, I Omar Gooding, Omar Gooding, yeah, Omar yes. Gooding's in that. Yeah, shit. you know what? I, I was thinking about too, like uh, so. <laughs> Directed by Robert Townsend. <laughs> yeah, 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 it was directed by Meteor Man. So like, <laughs> I was thinking about like, uh, with the OJ Simpson thing. So like, yeah. you know how like they did the uh, People versus OJ. Mm-hmm. His getaway driver on the show was uh, Theo from Cosby Show. Oh, you're yes. right, Theo Huxwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they have to make money because they're not showing their reruns. So they're having to rework again because they're not showing their reruns. They're not getting paid. The residuals, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And that's that that really sucks. Yeah, that them. does suck. That's something I hadn't really thought about. You know, what, what was the, the Malcolm and Eddie? Yes. yes. Malcolm Jamal Warner. Yes. Yes. Oh, fuck. The UP, you bring back the UPN shows and shit. I'm bringing it back, dude. I'm... Nanu, I'm cultural. Nanu. <laughs> I, I didn't have this guy on on one of the guys that I wanted to talk about, but I've mentioned this to Jacob as well. Um, but the lead singer of Brand New, one of my favorite bands ever. Like I love Brand New, right. but the dude had some very Chris Alia accusations <laughs> against him. You know, where when he was like 22 years old, he was basically like hitting up some girl that was like 16, 17 years old. That's the thing too. Like, there's a fine line between accusations. Because my whole thing is this is and I'm not trying to like negate everything. What I'm trying to say is like there's a difference between accusations and being convicted because I'm a big Michael Jackson fan. If you could see I have Michael Jackson tattooed on my wrist. Uh-huh. He was acquitted in two thousand five. He had his day in court. L- let it go. But that's it. But, like, when you have accusations that has no support behind it, it's just accusations. That's a different thing where I'm like, I, I live in a different pool from that. Just I, like with the Chris D'Elia thing. Like, you could say what you want to say and believe what you want to believe. But if nothing comes, like, convictingly, mm-hmm. 
I don't want to have a part of that. Or, or here's where I land on it too, and we have to be completely fair <clears throat> when we when we apply these things. You know, uh, innocent till proven guilty, right? Yes. Um, you know, like when the whole Black Lives Matter thing was happening, it's just like that's a big part of it. Like these these people need to be considered innocent until proven guilty. Then we also, at the same time, when somebody's accused of something. We can't just prosecute him in the court of public opinion because there's a lot of things legally that we're not privy to. We're only privy to whatever's being thrown out there by TikTok people, YouTube people, Twitter, think Twitter, you know, exactly. And you're only getting one side of it, missing a lot of content. Well, like that Justin and, guy uh, from Rick and Morty, right? Yeah. Yeah. And you have to presume them innocent until proven guilty. Now, you can have your own feelings. There's no nothing wrong with that at all. But coming to this conclusive consensus that oh he's canceled he's done or whatever and then the fact of the matter is is he could be completely innocent you you, you we were right here i'm i was a huge michael jackson fan as a kid and when all these allegations started coming out and the hbo documentary started to come out i had to live in this world where like jacob get ready to get your heart broke and your childhood get destroyed you need to go down this path and see if you know this checks out you know, that HBO documentary, it was fucking rough hearing what those guys had to say. And if that was the only thing that you ever got, you know, only narrative that you fed into your head, you're like, fuck Michael Jackson. I'm bur- I'm burning bad on vinyl, you know, and I'm not talking about like Mr. Crosby, you know, burning a CD for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm talking about having a barbecue in the front yard with all my Michael Jackson apparel. But when you look at it, the actual facts behind the case, there's nothing to substantiate it. And there was a whole backstory that HBO left out where those two guys were trying to get money out of the estate and were blocked by Jermaine, I want to say. This is a whole other episode for other other time. Right. But when you get the whole story, you're like, oh, I don't know if I can believe them because the the root of all evil is involved. And wh- how do you get how do you tarnish that by making allegations that already kind of lived in the, the So that brings me to another thing. So during that time when the documentary came out, one person and personally for me that I just despise is John Legend because he did tribute to Michael Jackson. And then when the documentary came out, he says, why not believe these guys, you know? And that's the thing is like, you could come to your own conclusion, but that's where we're kind of at with this episode. It's like, it's, he didn't get canceled. Michael Jackson didn't get canceled. That's where it becomes a fine line of what we're talking about. Where does the art separate from him? Or from anybody that we're talking about. Because, like, for me, I had a good experience with Chris uh, And so one thing I guess didn't mention, and this is embarrassing to even talk about. When I first got Twitter, I was, like, it was, like, 2009. I was a big fan of Dan Cook because mm-hmm. I always hate shitty comedians, yeah, yeah. like, in the beginning. <laughs> and I messaged him. Like, he made a tweet, and I said, dude, like, you're one of the best comedians I ever met. And, or not met, like, one of the best comedians in the world. Like, I would love to see you live. And he blocked me because I said that to him. With Chris Aaliyah, he was like, there's tickets to my show. Come meet me. That's the biggest difference. So, like, when it comes to Michael Jackson, like, childhood, like, I'm like, okay. And I listen to everything. Like, I listen to everything. I'm like, it doesn't add up. But then there's other artists mm-hmm. that are like. Well, th- th- so I think that we 
you guys made a, a good point. Like these, are, a lot of these guys have allegations against them. Against them, like Chris Alia is not in prison right now. Mm, right, Jesse Lacey from Brand New is not in prison right Louis now. Louis C.K. Louis C.K. not in prison right now. A lot of these are allegations, or people just didn't press charges. Like it was kind of like gray area, very gray area type situations. One of the other ones that I, I wanted to get into, and I, I found this super fascinating, especially because she's so in the news. But the J.K. Rollins, J.K. Rollins is one of those. That ones one pops that, up like almost immediately it, whenever you put like this into a Google search. Because it's the most popular one right now. Because she, they basically just put out one of the biggest Harry Potter games right now. And she's everybody's like, we're no one's playing that. We're all fucking boycotting the Harry Potter game. No one's fucking touching that. Because she came out and said very like anti-trans. She had all these anti-trans tweets and all this stuff. And it, and one of the things this is you know now we'll get into my personal thing on it and this is the part where art gets canceled and <laughs> and and I told you you know when when Dave Chappelle came on or whatever I was like dude that dude is like I can't stand that guy that guy like I think crossed the line but I think in her in her thing is like this is just some like humans opinions and it came out as a very organic thing as like. Like, not everyone on Earth can ever agree. Like, you can agree. I, me and Jacob don't agree on everything. Like, you mm. know, we might only agree on, like, 90%, and that 10% is the part that's, like, you know, turns into something or whatever. You know, like, people try to create these dividing lines of, like, this is what separates people. Well, really, it's, like, a 10% thing that's, like... <laughs> yeah. If that. Yeah, it's, if like, that. it's it's kind of a stupid thing. But I feel like a lot of, a lot of times, like, nobody has taking the time to like actually break down and talk to like jk rollins like we haven't seen the jk rollins sit down interview where 2020 and it's like a lot of that is like you're basing this off some tweets a lot of it is like even if you don't agree with jk rollins like who cares you're never gonna agree with everybody on earth and what art's talking about is i guess something about menstruating and she said that we used to have a word for that oh yeah women right jk rowling being a woman right and to me i was just like i i I get we're like People. Well, maybe she was joking. Well, maybe. Her name is J.K. Rowling. Just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she does double down and, and like, talk yeah, about... Yeah, like, no, yeah, I did big see long a lot of things and shit, that, yeah. But, like, I read it, and, yeah, I could see how, if you're a part of the, you know, the trans community or an ally of the trans community, I could see how you can be offended. But at the same time, what I'm looking for, right is are you weaponizing your opinion against trans people and, and, and i didn't see and i didn't see that and to me it's just like and it's one of those like quiet opinions i'd be like well i'm, I'm still gonna go to harry potter land kind of thing like yeah like it, it it falls into that category of like are you comfortable with buying a fucking wand that wizardly wonderland because it's gonna get her like 25 well cents? that's another thing too is like she didn't like she said an opinion mm-hmm. but she didn't say anything that was criminally wrong yeah, it's like, or or that was gonna weaponize yeah, somebody yeah. that was gonna do something criminally. Yeah, like, like the, the radical. She wasn't like, like, it wasn't like Donald Trump saying, "I hate anybody that supports wizards." <laughs> you know, like <laughs> bash their heads in, bash their heads in. If you wear a wand, you're you're gay. Like that yeah. kind of thing. Like, <laughs> like it, she didn't. She it was simply like you know what are the freedom of speech like. You know, like they talk, there's a lot of people that got victimized from freedom of speech, but it's, it's like I could understand you not accepting her point of view. But at the same time, we all have a point of view. She's still an author, and it's and I think that that's where we lie right now. It's like how much of this person versus what we like from them. 
Do we need to like them as a person to enjoy their work? And that's where you got to be able to separate the art from the artist kind of thing, right? And <clears throat> I think with because the whole J.K. Rowling thing, I could see if you're a if you're a trans person who grew up loving Harry Potter, and Lord knows there's probably a million of those people out there, I could see how you can be hurt by those comments. That is a fair opinion, and you're not wrong for feeling that way. And if you don't want to participate in that world any longer, that is your absolute right as well. But I don't think... Again, to, to double down on what I said, like I don't think that what she said was so wrong that we need to take everything away from her as well because there's still millions of people. I mean, I could give two fucks less about Harry Potter. My girlfriend loves fucking Harry Potter. So when we go to Universal Studios, yeah, I got to buy her the goddamn wand and shit, right? I'm, I'm putting money in J.K. Rowling's pocket or whatever, right? But I don't necessarily feel bad about it. And forgive me, any trans people that will be listening or whatever, right? Because I don't feel like... I personally, and this is just my opinion, this is my line in the sand where it's just like, I don't feel like what she said was so wrong that it is going to affect a trans person's life negatively. Like, I don't see, I don't think a, a hup, somebody wearing a Hufflepuff fucking yeah. jacket is going to go out there and bash in, you know, a trans person. I just yeah. don't see that. I, I, and I don't want to say like, I 100% agree with you. I just don't think if that shit offends you, like you're just not having dialogue with enough people mm -hmm. because- I work with people that are like fucking super conservative. I worked with all these different people. Like I, I have dialogue with people who have insane like Trump twenty twenty four shit. Where it's like, and it's like, I don't give a fuck. Like I, that's just the world we live in. You need to be able to have dialogue with these people. And if having a disagreement with someone is going to be the thing that like prevents more dialogue, then you're kind of losing a little bit of your your humanity there. It's That's like true. the minute you like get shocked by someone's like, oh no, we don't agree on everything. It's like, dude. That's where you're fucking like yeah, so brain and you being a person, being able to communicate and create dialogue between two people. That's where it kicks in. Yeah. So like that. So also too, it's like the things that you like personally as a person. So like, I don't agree with a lot of the things that she said. Yeah. But. I do. Same, I have read her same. books, just like with Michael Jackson. Like, I mean, well, I wouldn't say just like Michael Jackson because it's all alleged. But like, there's other things too. Where, where like recently, I was watching um, Naked Gun, and and Leslie Nielsen was just one of the best comedic people I ever seen. But the the biggest elephant in the room is O.J. Simpson is in those movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Allegedly, he, and I'll say allegedly. Oh, that fool killed him. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Killed I, I actually am in the camp that his son <laughs> killed kill those people. Okay, or uh, well, contrarian over here. Well, guys, if you, uh, if Folks, you go to, uh, we got the documents here that, uh, if you, uh, if you go to Google and just type in O.J. Simpson's son, you'll see. Uh, so, my whole thing is this. It's like, you're just like with freedom of speech. You're allowed to like who you like secretly, but it's like, you know, I can't tell people openly like, I love Chris Leah because then I'll get I'll get judged. Mm -hmm. Like if I did something, like you're a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, look, we're like if I did like you I didn't fucking, yeah I didn't like. There's certain people like like, for example, like me, like I have a Michael Jackson tattoo at work. They're like, oh, you like. Don't look at me like I did something. Like I didn't yeah. do nothing. You're into kids, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You like babies, huh? Yeah. So like, there's certain people where it, it kind of falls into that. So like, one recently that really broke my heart is uh, what's his name? Justin uh, from oh, from Rick and Morty. Yes. Uh, Justin uh, something land. Roy Roy Royland Royland. 
So Rick and Morty is one of the best, like, yeah. modern animated shows. And then right now it's all alleged. Maybe he well, did. Well, the problem with it is that it was alleged. This came, This happened about a year ago. And everybody all of a sudden backed away. Now, and I think because everybody's like, oh, fuck, it's no longer alleged. He's going to go down. He did, yeah. So now they fired him. Alleged for what, though? I don't for, know. For uh, spousal abuse. Oh, wow. Yeah, domestic uh, violence. And not just that. There's there's other allegations of, like, uh, like grooming and stuff. like. Mm. So there's that. But it's like, you know, it comes to a certain point where it's like, when you like somebody, it's like if you, especially if you really like somebody. So, I related to Michael Jackson, where it's like I liked him so much that I want to give him the benefit of a doubt, mm-hmm. and I look at everything. And I think you know it is true with everything. You should look at not just bias. You should look at all the evidence. Michael Jackson had his day in court back in two thousand five. He was acquitted. You need to look past that. Like, there's things that you can look past. I mean, like with like Bill Cosby, of course, you can't look past, or R. Kelly, you can't yeah. look past because they were convicted. And that's the thing. It's like now it, we come to a different line. Now that they've been convicted, because I will say this, even though R. Kelly peed on some kids or whatever, <laughs> he wrote "I Believe I Could Fly," which is one of the best songs I've ever heard in my life. Mm-hmm. At like it reminds me of Space Jam. It reminds me of my childhood. Step in the name of love. Everybody uses it at their wedding, but you can't deny that this guy did these crazy things because yeah. he was convicted of well, it. And that, obviously, he's he's like the one that's like the, the extreme the, example. He, you know, J.K. Rollins is over here saying like trans people make me feel uncomfortable. Uh, she was just kidding. And then R. Kelly's over here like fucking <laughs> raping kids and peeing on children. You know, it's like. It's a pretty extreme. I'll be honest with you. Again, I'm not like the biggest R. Kelly fan, but I can't imagine myself going like, I'm going to check out some R. Kelly right now. Like, that's one that I, I'll be honest with you. I've, I sense those allegations. I looked at out. Jacob like he was going to defend me. <laughs> I, 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 I'm going to be... Uh, I'm going to live in, in both worlds for a little bit if I can because with you, Ross, like, I agree. I believe I can fly. Oh, I fucks with like like fucking uh, ghost dad. I yeah. fucks with. I believe I can fly. Right. <laughs> I, I, I guess fucks it's, with it's ghost one of those dad, things dude. that like yeah. because I I never been an R and B guy. Like I don't like Mariah Carey. Oh, man, like I'm just I wouldn't say I'm not an R and B guy. I'm not a '90s R and B guy. I think. I just, oh, I'm I'm all about that. Just 90s just R&B. just not for me type of thing. And so like 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 for me, I, I mean, I like Aaliyah's music. Like I know he's on shows up hey. on a lot of Aaliyah's music. He and, surely does in and, the beginning. <laughs> Yeah. Wash so, your hands of it. Yeah, and so like that—that's one of those things that's like, man, that's tough because he shows up on that show. Aging nothing but a number was the name of her first album, and yeah. he's in the background of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. he has that. He has that, like this. those that album that he did a crossover with Jay Z. Um, I mean, like he shows up like spontaneously in like little like blocks Thanos. of music. <laughs> yeah. but, but but like as far as like for me, like oh, I can't live without. Like I I got to listen to that. No, I'm good. Like, it's not one that I have to go back to. Yeah, so I agree with you as well, where it's just like, it's not something I'll actively seek. If I believe I can fly comes on, I'm, yeah, I got to fuck with it. It, But it's like one of those things where it's just like, damn. But it doesn't come on anymore. Any, like, no, 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 well, that's no fucking th- radio station is going to play that anymore. <laughs> I mean, it comes on my yeah. Apple Music or whatever, right? <laughs> was it crab radio, like, we're listening to the best rock. <laughs> like, on April I Fool's believe I can fly. 
Or even like, you know, when Space Jam comes on, that song is in yeah, there, yeah, whatever, yeah. right? It's like, it's a great song. It Again, separating the art from the artist or whatever, right? But it's like one of those things, like I don't actively go out and seek the first Aaliyah album, which is written by, produced by, you know, R. Kelly, her husband at the time when she was 14, 15 years old and whatnot, right? And it's one of those things where it's like, nah, I'm not going to fuck with that, right? Like I'm, I'm at the gym, I'm doing cardio, I need something else to fucking jam to. I'm not going to purposely put R. Kelly on. <laughs> And it, but it's like one of those things, though, like where there is some. He does have some really I can good see songs. Jacob, I can see Jacob at the gym. He's like looking around his seat. <laughs> but uh, I believe I, I can fly. <laughs> so for you guys, back, like back for it is a, it is because that's the pretty like extreme one. Yeah. For me, it's like I I can't listen to like trapped in the closet and I'd be like, oh, this. Is oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like whenever, like, like like a good example and a disgusting example of that is. Um, that song that he wrote for Michael Jackson, which is an absolute... The one about the miscarriage? The mi- Yeah. Uh, what is it? Um, it's on uh, history. Um, Everything. I, I can't you remember. You Are Not Alone. You Are Not Alone, yeah. I knew it was something like My that. My mom loves that song, and like she said that was like one of the most beautiful songs It is ever a beautiful heard. song. It is, but then when you know the meaning of the song, it totally diminishes it. Because in your head, you're thinking of like him and Lisa Marie Presley, like, oh, it's a nice little love song or whatever. But it's like, no, it's about a 12-year-old who just had an abortion due to him raping, the, R. Kelly raping this girl. It's just like, I, it's not Ghost Dad. I can't fuck with this song no more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a different level. <laughs> That'll like, be a new know, sticker for you guys. Ke- it is not Ghost Dad. <laughs> the, Kevin Spacey to me is like, okay, I'll fuck with this. I'll still watch Seven, like, no problem. But, like, that... Like seeking R. Kelly out, like going like, mm. "Hey guys, we're gonna listen to I Believe I Can Fly. It's gonna be funny." Like the next Art and Jacob the, road trip. The, and shit, the yeah. joke is done. Like there, there's no like coming back from that one. Like I say the whole thing about like J.K. Rollins. Like you know what? Like people need to have that conversation. That's how progress. I got a happens. good question. I got a good question. So, so now that we're in this realm about people that done horrible things. Is What's there, the most horrible thing I've done? No, hold on. No, oh, no, okay. no, no. I'm not. Yeah. I'm going to ask each of you individually. What is one person that no matter what you hear about them, even if they've done something bad, that you kind of had a, a blind eye for, that they did something really bad, but you personally do not think about it? Like whether they did music or movies. Oh, you, you kind of put it in the back of your head or conveniently forget? One of the ones I have on here, well, actually, there's two examples on here. The Rock. Uh, one is Dr. Dre, and the other is Tupac. You talked about being convicted. Both Dr. Dre and Tupac have been convicted. Dr. Dre of assault on a woman, Tupac for sexually assaulting a woman. That's why he was in prison in 1994. Assault? For a, for sexual assault. Oh, I was like, I thought he was like. <laughs> he salted a woman. He's like. He salted her up, dude. <laughs> But no, yeah, both of them like have alleg or not allegations, convictions. Yeah, you know, and battery, a battery on Dr. Dre's end for when he beat up D. Barnes, Tupac for I guess it was also sodomy. with Dr. Dre, uh, Michelle. Yes, yeah, that mama. was one that popped up as well too. And it's like it might you know me, it's like Prince and Dr. And he Dre. did the Super Bowl last year, and nobody batted an eye. Yeah, but and here's the thing though, it's like it's like Michael Vick. Right, Michael Vick did some of the most heinous thing, most heartbreaking things to dogs. Right, but like Kobe Bryant had a total redemption arc where he's kind of changed his life around, where it's just like he's committed himself to being in a total 180 degree opposite direction, where like he's a big advocate for you know animal rights and whatnot. Right, I mean I can't say the same thing about Dr. Dre, and unfortunately Tupac got shot and died. You know a year later after you know he was bailed out of jail. 
but it's just like yeah like to answer your question like those are two artists where it's just like i put them high on a fucking musical pedestal both dr dre and, and tupac art who do, who is on your list uh, as far as artists that have done something bad and i'm okay with or yeah um you're a marilyn manson fan right i like marilyn manson um yeah i mean it's it's funny because it's like to me it's like the first like four Marilyn Manson albums will always mean something to me, like, regardless. I mean, the newer shit is, like, pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. So it's not like... You're it's like, like it's a yeah, little bit he, easy he, to be like... He did that shit. It's a little bit easy to be like, <laughs> See, oh, that, fuck that, this. That's a, this shit ain't Ghost Dad. You know what? That Yeah, that reminds me of uh, Dave Chappelle when he said about Michael Jackson. He goes, Thriller. When he did the whole thing, it was like, he yeah. did that. No, Thriller. Like, I think that that's, there's a fine, that's what we're talking about right now. It's like... Even if they're convicted, like the ghost hat thing, it's like you can't forget that. But also there's that new shit that comes to light. So, like, for example, like my dad, like my dad's like 70 years old and he he loved Bill Cosby growing up and he can't accept everything that happened with Bill. Not saying that he's like he's like, innocent. Yeah. He's like he didn't do the that. The Democrats shit. are yeah, trying yeah, to frame him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess he falls into the uh, like the allegation type of thing where he's like never he, he got convicted. grandfathered in yeah like he uh he very very much in like that chris leah type of thing where it's like he didn't do jail time type of thing um, okay so the yeah there yeah that's a good example there's a uh, line with that but i mean i mean yeah i guess does it tarnish it for me like yeah it kind of does like i, I mean it, it, it does a little bit like it's not like i don't hear his new music i guess it's fair like Dr. Dre's like that was like fucking thirty years ago, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, and he, he went to jail. He paid the price. <laughs> but like, now that was a long time ago. Like, if if you ask me that same question thirty years from now, and it's like, how do you feel about Marilyn Manson? It's probably the same way a lot of people feel about Elvis. Like, Elvis like fucking had a sixteen year old wife, mm-hmm. and like was doing some crazy shit. Um, like, you know, I think a, a lot of people have kind of forgiven Elvis. Mm-hmm. But people, now, but now, there is somebody that is so big that jesus christ no well oh. he thinks he is you Kanye? Know what, yes um, that is such on that level where people will debate should we stop listening to this guy but we obviously know that he you can't stop listening to this guy because everything that he says has been shown on twitter everything like elon musk like you know uh, suspended this guy, but yet he just keeps delivering and delivering. But people are more laughing at him than they are saying, "Hey, this this is bad." What he's saying, mm-hmm. like when he was like, "Oh, Hitler did some good." Like what? What defending are you defending Hitler? Well, yeah, when Alex Jones is like, "Uh, you probably shouldn't say that." Yeah, when Alex Jones is like, "Uh, <laughs> if you go to Google, uh, uh folks, you're gonna want to turn this episode <laughs> yeah, off. You're gonna want to go to Ebob's World and uh, <laughs> watch some uh, banana peanut butter." Uh, folks, go go see my old videos about the frogs. Uh, they're trying uh, to. Turn. Here's this weird meme. I'm yeah, really like, he was frog. livid out of his life. But like, can you tell it's Kanye because he did have a fucking black. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Space. but that's one of those things where like college dropout is one of the greatest hip-hop albums of all time not just that one but like heartbreaks and 808s like yeah i, I, I said phenomenal. like twisted dark fantasy to me is still one of my favorite albums he's phenomenal even his last one uh not not uh donda the set, part two but the first dude one of the one of the best jokes i ever heard about donda was uh this guy said donda more like 
Donda Star, all the good songs. Like, <laughs> that shit fucking was funny, dude. Um, so another one, I I put him in the same camp as Marilyn Manson, where like it's easy to stop listening to. For me, it's easy to stop listening to Kanye West because I think his like best work is behind him. Mm-hmm. I ha- I have not been feeling any of his albums since like Twisted Dark Fantasy. So was that's where the controversy begins? Is what's behind that? Wait, what? No, I'm sorry. What was the what? What'd you say? You said all his best stuff is behind him. So you look past everything, right? No, no. no. I'm saying it's easy for me to stop listening to him. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say like... It's easy easy for me to stop listening to Kanye West when like the dude hasn't written what I would consider a worthwhile You would have been stopped listening even if he was a good, clean Christian. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. It's like if Jim Carrey were to like touch the little kids when he did the mask. Like, oh shit. Yeah. (laughs) But if he did it now, it's like Jiminy Smickets. Jim Carrey, remember him? I mean, I mean, it's it, it's it's kind of weird. Like to me, it's like it is. He is kind of a weird guy. Where it's like his his best shit is clearly behind him. His like best music is clearly behind him. And like now he's like mostly known for going on like these like weird anti-Semitic tirades. Where mm-hmm. it's just like, how do you get behind that? Like even Ben is kind of like off like off that like dick right. And Ben's Good. like one of the biggest dick writers I know. And I don't mean that in like a bad way. I mean that in the most loving, respecting way, but but right. um, but um, I, I just think that he's a hard one to follow. Like he's a hard one to be like, like how do you continue going down this path of like this dude's like clearly like mentally ill. Clearly, there's something wrong with him, and like people are, are dude. I know people that are like writing that anti-Semitic thing now because of him like yeah. the shit he's saying is more dangerous than what jk rollins was saying because he weaponizes what he's saying correct yes and i think that like with kanye it's it's dangerous because people fuck with him at such a extreme level it's not i mean i know for both you and i myself i don't know maybe yourself as well where it's like i don't really fuck with him either because like the quality of music is kind of dissipated but like that's like our little bubble but like outside of our little bubble, like people, whenever he drops an album, he's more people, influential. Yeah, people fuck with that, whether it be for a week or whether it be for 10, 20 years or whatever, right? People are gonna fuck with his music. They're gonna fuck with his whatever fucking fashion line he drops, whatever shoes he drops, anything that he says. Like it almost becomes gospel, and that's the dangerous thing about people like that. Yeah, it's not like you know, like not like you know, you know. I, I fuck with Ghost Dad level. It's <laughs> higher than that. Yeah. Because nobody's fucking with Bill Cosby. Like, that guy from the 70s rapes some people? Fuck that guy. Mm. But we're talking about Kanye, who is like these mm. kids that are now on TikTok and everything. They were kids when he came out, like 2005, 2006. They're like, they listen to him, like, yeah, like what you said, like gospel. And that's more dangerous. It's like Donald Trump, like, dangerous Mm -hmm. it's like you listen to this guy but there's no repercussions for him because so many people love him that is and that's the biggest thing if you do something controversial and kanye west is a big example of this you do something controversial you and and you're so loved by people you have two two sec two sections you have people that think that laugh at you and make fun of you and you have people that say maybe he's on to something there's nobody in between there's nobody that says Oh, he's crazy. Like you either find it funny or you're going to listen to him. 
Yeah. That's dangerous. Yeah. And I think it goes into this as well, where I think we hero worship our celebrities. I mean, outside of America, that it happens a little bit too. But like in America, especially, we we look to our celebrities as being our North Stars for everything that, you know, is out there or whatever. Right. And I think that's dangerous. And I think I was fortunate enough to grow up when Charles Barkley had that whole ad campaign where he says, I am not a role model. Right. And I think I was smart enough as a little eight-year-old thing, like, oh, yeah, you're right, man. You're throwing people through fucking glass panes, windows, and Taco Bell and shit, which is a real instance or whatever, right? But you're a hell of a basketball player. That's what – you're there to just serve that purpose, like to entertain me from 5 to 7 p.m., like when the Suns are playing the Chicago Bulls in the NBA Finals or whatever, right, and later on the Rockets. But that's it. Like I'm not looking to Charles Barkley to, you know, be my surrogate dad that left, you know, six months prior or whatever, right? I'm not looking at you to be X, Y, and Z for me. And I mean, I have this whole list of people that have done bad things. And I think people don't get that message where it's just like, they're not, they're not your mom. They're not your dad. They're not your uncle. They're not your family who should be your role models. I know Art and I, we've talked about this extensively, like on our Patreons. And I think that's why some of these artists and, you know, musicians and athletes, some of their actions are so dangerous because people look up to these figures more than they do their actual parents or people in their community, you know, whether you're religious and you're your pastor or whatever, or just, you know, teachers and or people like that in your life. They look up to these people more than them. And I think that's why it's dangerous as well, because they they don't separate the art from the artist. They don't look at like, I believe I can find be like, yeah, that's a great song. And then it ends there. No, they look to R. Kelly like, well, man, if he can pull I, that, I can do that too. I agree, he, I agree with you. I think, you know, the whole weaponizing thing, and this, I know we're probably not going to agree on this, but one of the things, we talked about this when, like, Dave Chappelle came out and did his his whole thing. And even though he didn't say that much more things that were different than what J.K. Rowling said, the way he phrased it and the points that he made felt more like, here's talking points for you to talk to your friends about this. And those talking points that he put out there were way more dangerous than what jk rollins was was doing and that's why i was like dude i love dave chappelle as a kid like i really did dude the chappelle show we were at that age where like every kid from school showed up the next day and was like quoting every like dude i had an english teacher that there was a kid that used to record every episode and when we would get finished on friday she would let us watch it wow yeah yes. dude, it was that level like you know like the like, it was phenomenal i remember when when um and it, YouTube barely came out at the time. Yeah. 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 I remember when he was, he did the whole like skeet, skeet, tease, like, oh, white people don't even know what skeet, skeet, skeet means or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I remember like the, the very next day at school, like everybody was saying skeet, it. Yeah. And like, he was this, that really influential kind of guy who was like, like meant a lot to me growing up. And I love that. That's a good point because he's so influential that people will listen to it and take it as like, and, and I just, I still think there's a lot orders. of people like our same age that like, saw that and go like Dave Chappelle's still cool and it's like he's the goat like what he says like yeah. and it's like dude what he's saying is like very weaponized like here are talking points to why this should make you feel uncomfortable and it's like dude whoa 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 there's a difference between like a conversation and like what Donald Trump goes up there and gives you a bunch of talking points why there's bad hombres coming to your country and you shouldn't trust <laughs> he's like and it's yeah like, you should grab women <laughs> by their pussies <laughs> and I, I do think that that is where like a line kind of gets drawn to me. It's like, ah, I can't fuck with that. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, you know, if the if the Chappelle co- show comes on, I'll, you know, that to me is like, that's who he was then. You know, mm-hmm. like, clearly, that's who he was then. 
I think that there's people like vice versa to all that who like knew me when I was 25 or like, you know, 10 years ago, whatever. And go, dude, Art was kind of a fucking asshole. Like he was a kind of a drunk, kind of a fucking. That's a good point because the same thing with me, like earlier I said, dude, I would have got canceled a long time ago. But at the same time, people can grow. So like, did Dave Chappelle grow? Did all these people that are accused of things, did they grow? Or did they regress? People regress, man. Well, I mean, you could have regrets, <laughs> but there's a difference between regrets and growing because you could be like, oh, I shouldn't have, I, you know, like Donald Trump, like, that's locker room talk. Yeah. No, he'd, he'd grab a woman by his pussy right now. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, can you grow from it? And I think that's the biggest thing, like, art versus the artist. Like, you can either have a blind eye and say, I'm going to continue to listen to this guy's music or, or watch this guy's movies. But at the back of your mind, you're going to always envision this person. And at the same time, you're like, did this person grow from it or not? It's always going to be there. It's always like, I mean, that's the whole Kobe Bryant thing. And it's like who Kobe Bryant was back in 2008 when he was going through all those allegations to where he was in like 2018, he died completely with his different daughter dude. in his arms. Mm-hmm. Completely different dude, and and I don't want to say like, and that's my redeeming arc, but like who I was, <laughs> did it, did, did it, do? <laughs> but like who, Stuck in who I was in like two, you know, whatever. When I was like 25 years old, like I think I would legitimately like hate. Like if I knew me at 25, I would probably like hate that dude. Like I'd be like, mm-hmm. dude, like don't hang out with that guy. That's a yeah. fucking drunk asshole. Like he likes me. Fucking man. rude to women. <laughs> like just like just not a not a cool guy. And like fast forward who I am, like, I'm not that same person anymore. Mm-hmm. I can see how some people would still be like, yeah, that guy was kind of an asshole. Like, like dude, I'm I'm that guy even now. Like compared to like six months ago, like I like if I was famous, I'd be canceled right now. And I, I, I get that. Like, you change every so often. And I think that's the biggest issue with, like, celebrities. Like, they they change every so often. Like, there's so many celebrities that have controversy. Like, like with Alec Baldwin recently, like, this guy's going to be charged with... Manslaughter. Involuntary that's manslaughter. That's such a weird thing. He was on Beetlejuice, one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. yeah. My kid's having a Beetlejuice birthday party, by the way. <laughs> all right well, well you know happy birthday <laughs> <laughs> kind of a weird thing because like i feel kind of bad for him because like i mean maybe i don't know the intricate details of it but he was in a movie set it's kind of weird because acting. it's almost like he's like oh <laughs> bang bang wasn't bang he, wasn't he like acting and he just didn't know the gun was loaded yeah allegedly he sh- the 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 direction was for him to shoot towards the camera but uh-huh. he said he never pulled the trigger but they're they're like, some people are saying that he was like oh ho, ho, like like that oh. like just like oh I got guns I have no no fucking yeah. clue but that's the I thing mean, is, that's yeah. between him and like the people that were actually on set that's the thing yeah. but that's also between everybody that we talked about today and that's between them and the other people because there's allegations there's convictions there's all kinds of things but it's like none of us were really there and that's why I was saying like there's a big difference because like. You know, earlier we were going to talk about whether we are going to talk about cancel culture. This isn't about cancel culture because cancel culture is like you're just done. That's it. This is about being canceled, but whether you're going to be able to continue to whether listen to the music, watch the movies, listen to their comedy, you know, like, you know, like Louis C.K., Chris D'Elia, Ghost Dad, like <laughs> all this stuff. Like, can you go back and and. Watch this. Listen I, to I this. I think for me, 
on the majority of these, I can separate the art from the artist. Like, yeah. I feel like I can go back and I can listen to, uh, I can watch Dave Chappelle's old stuff and still be like, yo, this is like, it meant a lot to me. Like, Ghost Dad, still like, that I shit. fucks with it. That shit was one of those classic things to there me. There needs like, to be an art in Jacob, I fucks with Ghost Dad <laughs> shirt, for reals. <laughs> like, there, a lot of those things, like Kevin Spacey, like, sorry, like, that shit happened. That's fucking terrible. Usual shit. suspects, uh, fucking masterpiece, American dude. Mutal. Yeah, what well, not? No, what's the other movie? Baby Driver. He's I just love that one too. Phenomenal he, actor. He's he's a phenomenal actor, <clears throat> and it's like I can separate the art from the artist. Like I'm watching him, just like, dude, you don't know who the fuck is cooking your food when you go out to a restaurant. That could be a fucking child abusive molester. child molester, dude. Whatever, but you're still enjoying. It. You're like fantastic, five star Michelin chef, and it's like you eat it and you, and, and I don't want to say you shouldn't think about it. Like that shouldn't be part of this the the experience. Um, but that's, that's the art itself. Like, and then the artist is a completely different thing. Like, you don't know who the fuck designed your Mustang. Like whoever the fuck was the, the designer that was like, Oh, we should do this as a tribute to Shelby, blah, 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 all that shit. Like, you don't know what the fuck his story is for all, you know, he's like jerking off the pictures of little kids, but like, you're still driving it kind of thing. Yeah. You know, it's like, everybody's a flawed individual, but not everybody has that magnifying glass. And, and I think the reason why people feel a certain way, because I think it's it's like a mirror into your own soul or whatever, right? Like if you're if you're if you're feeling some sort of way about uh, like about, you know, let's say battery of women or whatever, maybe you're sensitive to that because you grew up in a house where your dad beat your mom or something like that. And that you're sensitive to that. So you don't want that that negativity in your life. And I can respect that. And you're you're free to not fuck with fucking david bowie because of that or iggy pop because of that or whatever right? i got a whole list of people that have done stuff you know similar to that and that's cool that's fine and whatever right and that's your own personal line but you absolutely do got it and the more we talk about it like you have to be able to separate the art from the artist and it reminds me of this podcast i was listening to when we were doing the yuba county five at the end of the podcast like they were talking about something random and there was this story that they were telling about uh, this service dog, like this yellow lab, like think Homeward Bound or whatever, right? Shadow or whatever, right? The one of those dogs, or the dog from fucking uh, Full House, Comet, <laughs> one of those golden, golden retrievers. Golden retrievers, yes. And uh, it was like the best dog and whatnot. I lived thirteen years and was the best service dog of all time. And when they were doing like the funeral for the dog, like they dug into the dog's past, who trained the dog, and it turns out it was a dog that was trained in prison. It was a part of this program where, you know, they would give prisoners puppies to train to be service dogs. And it turns out that, you know, when they went to the prison to get more information on who trained, you know, the dog, there was this big old manila folder. I was going to say, this is where I would have turned off the podcast. (laughs) Done. This is not. I I was doing yard work, so I couldn't. (laughs) Sorry. But there's this big manila folder about how they took meticulous notes on, let's call the dog Shadow or whatever, right? All of his training whatever. And this dog meant a lot to these people because, you know, this was their part of their family. And as it turns out, the person that trained the dog went to jail because it was this lady who killed her entire family and, you know, suffocated all of her children. I believe she had like three children and whatnot. And, like, was slowly poisoning her spouse with, like, cyanide. Like, would slip, you know, uh, ricin or cyanide into, like, his food every day. And then just one day it wasn't happening fast enough. So she set, you know, every single one of them on fire, burned them alive. Fast forward, you know, a couple years later, she's raising the best dog of all time or whatever, right? And it kind of reminds me of what we're talking about here, right? That was her art. That dog, 
that that was her that was her swan song. That was the last probably good deed that she ever yeah. did in her life. This dog meant a lot to these people in her right. life. Do you cancel fucking Shadow because this bitch fucking burned her whole family to the ground? No, like you still love that dog because of what it meant to you. Yeah, and hashtag Ghost Dad because that was <laughs> Bill Cosby's. What was it called? That was his shadow. Yeah, yeah, dude, that, yeah was that, that was. Yeah, I think that's a, our biggest takeaway today. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I think you do have to separate the art from the artist. Um, but at the same time, like I think, like you said, if you feel a certain way about something, like I don't think you know, go for it. Like don't mm-hmm. don't don't listen to it. Like like okay, like you said, like I'm not I I'm not gonna seek out R. Kelly's music or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like. I can't really fuck with like if, if I Dave can Chappelle, see like art like at the gym and then like ignition remix comes out. Yeah, you would not alone. like you just see me like dude. There's no like, way you can dancing. skip that song. You're just yeah. like um yeah. Like even if like Dave Chappelle came five. to town, I'd probably be like ah, I can't really fuck with that. Like it's just not for me, dude. Like yeah. And like even though like at one point like I love Dave Chappelle, like he's you know he was one like. The dudes that I was like, dude, this guy's fucking hilarious. It's just, it's just one of those things. It's just like, ah, it's, it feels too tainted. Mm-hmm. Even like, a, even like a Marilyn Manson now. It's just like, I'll still fucking listen to like mechanical animals. But if Marilyn Manson was like, oh, he's gonna be at the Raw Bank Theater this weekend, yeah. it's like, ah, do I really want to go to that? Like, there's always he's that, probably gonna there, play all that country music. He there's does always, now. <laughs> there's always that back burner on. That's like, you know. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, it just it taints it a little bit, just enough to where it's like, it's not. I might just. Well, try I to did see art at the at trap this weekend at a. It's wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, what about my boss went and I said, uh, they how were many really times? Yeah, they were at Timbler. I said, how many times did they play headstrong, dude? They opened with with headstrong. <laughs> they oh, opened and closed with it. Yeah. But, the, dude, but that dude, that dude is like all fucking like all right. The the uh, headstrong guy, or whatever. Chris the Brown. Trap. His yeah, name no is shit. His name is Chris Brown. He's super like fucking like alt right. Like he gives the actual Chris Brown a bad name. Wow. Chris Brown <laughs> who beat Rihanna. Yeah, yeah. He well, I mean, she's gonna play Super Bowl this year, so yeah. maybe he did it right. <laughs> I should have said. <laughs> maybe he was ahead of his time. <laughs> He was the wow. eye to her Tina. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. What a way to end this, dude. God no, damn it. I, I was mean, trying to be poignant with my fucking golden retriever story and shit. These, by the way, these are yeah, these yeah. goddamn jokes. Yeah. And then we ended with fucking Chris Brown from Trapped is the worst guy ever. <laughs> Who's worse? Chris Brown from Trap or Chris Brown that beat up Rihanna? Yeah. Both here. You decide. You know, yeah. At one point, Jacob put up a poll that was like, who's hotter? Like, who's the quarterback for uh, the uh, the Colts? Oh, is he hot or not? Fucking oh, um, 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 Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck. He's like, is Andrew Luck hot or whatever? And like, it got like a re- renowning no. Andrew Luck? No, he looks like I don't know. Girls. Andrew Luck or Garnet Salvatore? Like, <laughs> no, Andrew Luck looks like like Andre the Giant. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's not what I think of when I think of like, oh, I wish if I had his looks. Fuck, dude, I'd be pounding vagina left and right, dude. That's not that's not the dude that comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I might joke about my interview with the ram- vampire references about being sexually attracted to Brad Pitt in that movie, but I'm 
just not a homosexual. Yeah. I don't have homosexual tendencies, apparently, with my Andrew Luck reference. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. I mean, you, yeah. you still got eyes. <laughs> I still see, dude. You don't have to be gay to be yeah. like, that's a good looking. So is Joe Burrow, is he not handsome enough? He's or? a handsome dude. Okay. But then, yeah, I mean. That's but he's got like that Macaulay Culkin look, though, to him as well. Yeah, you don't have to be gay to See, Pre- like, appreciate separate the homo I want to fuck this car dude <laughs> yeah I'm into fucking car dude <laughs> yeah um yeah no that's that was a weird one <laughs> now that's how you end the podcast uh, all right uh I just real quick because I, I mean I wrote like a bunch of things a bunch yeah. of celebrities down here I know we touched on R. Kelly Crystalia <laughs> don't say it like that we touched we touched on, <laughs> we R. Touched Kelly. on R. Kelly yeah, yeah we did we got him back we, we which one him. is there one in particular you wanted uh but there was a few like because I was looking up I was like I, I want to make sure I know what I'm talking about and like it was yeah. surprising some of the uh, the artists that popped up that like had uh set you mentioned you know uh, Elvis Presley how he married a 16 year old obviously uh, Jerry Lee Lewis marries his 14 year old cousin, cousin. Yeah. uh David Bowie 16 uh, year old Iggy Pop a 14 year old James Brown multiple minors as well as you know a lot of uh sexual assault John Lennon 16 year old uh Marvin Gaye impregnated and forced a 14 year old to have an abortion Mick Jagger uh, and Steven Tyler also, um, same situation, impregnated a 16-year-old. Liv Tyler's mom. Yeah. And, and forced them to have an abortion, and Liv Tyler- and Liv Tyler living. survived that abortion. <laughs> she, she lives. Called, I live. <laughs> Liv <laughs> Tyler. Yeah. Dude, is it Liv Tyler? Liv's Tyler, dude. <laughs> oh, I wish we name her. <laughs> Quick, come up with something. Liv, Liv Tyler. <laughs> Oh, that is a very. If you listen to this entire episode, you're like, this is not that great. And you're like, fuck, <laughs> these motherfuckers did it. They did it again. <laughs> We're on a road to 300 episodes, ladies and gentlemen. Damn, dude. Oh, um, god damn. Yeah, that's how we end that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Live Tyler. <laughs> so we can all agree, like, there is definitely a separate the art from the art and i think and i think if you can't that's fine but i do think you need to get over yourself a little bit like with that because to me especially being a dad now like there's more important issues than worrying about what a celebrity does like if if you have to stay home uh, on a friday night because you don't want to fuck with the new johnny depp movie because you think he beat amber heard or vice versa or whatever more power to you but i'm more concerned with making sure my kid has all the necessary tools not to be one of these yeah, individuals yeah. as he grows up. It's one of those things like you mentioned like is there an artist that I could I I would like if they like if like if George Lucas came out and said like dude they need to close the fucking border so all these Mexicans <laughs> can stop coming in. <laughs> well, uh, so all these Darth Vaders can stop crossing the border. All these fucking wetbacks just to get out just of here. saying it the way. Well, uh, I think <laughs> all these think, Jawas across yeah, the border. I think all these Java walkies uh <laughs> <Jawas>. <laughs> oh, those are the dancers. <laughs> All these sand people yeah. crossing the crossing all these the border. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so if he said something like that, it'd be like, fuck, dude, that's crazy that he said that. And then I'm like wearing my Star Wars shirt the very next day, dude, because I don't give a fuck, dude. I, yeah. I would still keep like Star Wars is just something that's like ingrained in my like DNA now. Well, so well, it's not only that though, it's, it's grown yeah. past George Lucas. Yeah, now. it's 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 so much bigger than George Lucas, and so to an extent is Harry Potter. Like mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not a big book guy, <laughs> but I watched all the movies. I know the movies. I've never been to the land, but like, and and the movies don't like. I could do without the movies, but there are good movies. Like, there's solid movies. Like, if they're on, 
I'm fucking sitting down and watching a Harry Potter movie. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to boycott Harry Potter just because, like, I don't agree with her political stands on whatever. You I know? think... Like, I think if we if we took that stand, we would not eat a single piece of food because every single piece of food that we put in our body is controlled by corporate America, who are way more dangerous than Chris D'Elia or Bill Cosby. Oh yeah, dude! I, I All mean, those people that are fucking like tweeting like their response to why they're not, dude. You're on Twitter. Like the dude that fucking owns Twitter is like the, some fucking alt right motherfucker. Yeah. This is like dude. Our worse. phones are made. We're not even gonna get into by that. slavery. Yes. It's, it's by modern sla- day slavery. Yeah. 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 Let's yeah. just watch Ghost Dad, dude. Let's just all give in to Ghost Come Dad. Come on, people, now. Smile <laughs> on your brother. People. Watch Ghost Dad all together. Try not to be. Free R. Kelly. Hashtag free R. Kelly, dude. <laughs> no, we're not going <laughs> to. We're no. not going to start that. No. That's, no. No. Oh, on <laughs> you, dude, dude. I'm just going to say it, dude. Hashtag free R. Kelly. No, <laughs> no I'd rather just watch Ghost <laughs> no, Dad. Yeah, I agree. Because you reminded me that Eddie Winslow was in it. And Eddie, Eddie Winslow, Winslow's in it, dude. He did nothing wrong. He yeah. still had that fucking square flat top and everything. The Bobby when think, Brown? When I think of fucking those like early 90s flat tops, like the, like I think of Eddie they, Winslow. That needs to come back. You know, speaking of, we talked about Jesus in the Patreon episode. <laughs> that dude keeps doing like, bring back Lamina Cantina. And I'm like, from what, dude? It's it's thriving. <laughs> like, just because you stopped going there doesn't mean it shut down. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> They still sell the impossible burrito. Yeah, it's like, that shit is open and thriving without you, The only thing that's impossible is, is that he can't stop ordering this. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, the only thing that needs to be brought back is that goddamn 90s flat top. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. Jesus is going to bring it back. Bring I know, back. with that hair. Yeah, with yeah, that hair. He could, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, but he needs to really stop. Sorry, saying, Jesus. Bring, I bring love back you, man. Montez looking Cantina. motherfucker. <laughs> that, that restaurant is thriving and doing well without you, sir. Hey, don't talk shit about that impossible burrito. I buy it every day. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that impossible, dude. It's not that I impossible. I can tell. <laughs> oh man, I love you, Jesus. Jesus, shout out to Jesus. Keep bringing back Lamina. Hashtag, Hashtag. Don't Hashtag. cancel Jesus. Yes, three gorilla <laughs> emojis. Uh, all right, all right. So Ross, thank you so much for coming on. I think we have three fucking jewels. Listen to the Patreon if you want to get the. The McFillinson reference that we dropped earlier. That was hilarious. I haven't laughed that hard in fucking years. Um, but thank you so much for coming on. Is there anything you want to shout out? Anything else you want to say? Anything you want to plug? Any projects you're working on? No projects. I may have some things coming up soon. This is the year of redemption for your boy. But uh, thank you for having me. Thank you for coming on. Hell yeah, dude. All right, you got anything else, my guy? Tell you, mommy, you're with two. Shout out to Jack Michelle, to Warren. That's it. Thank you so much. It always means a lot to me when we get friends on, but like mm-hmm. having Ross on, Ross is like, I've known this guy since we were like in elementary school and uh, to be like in our fucking thirties now. Shit, staring 40 being, down the hall. Yeah, yeah, being like, let's do, a, let's do a podcast where we sit down and talk about fucking fart jokes and like ghost dad and shit <laughs> like that. Like, it's pretty cool. It's a, it's a cool feeling. Like, I don't know. It's like the only... <laughs> <laughs> it's like the only thing I like about podcasts. No, I'm just kidding. No. I thought you were going to say, it's all. It's the only thing I like about living right now. <laughs> it's the only thing that keeps me going. I'm the Liv Tyler of podcasts. <laughs> I knew. There was a Liv Tyler joke somewhere in there. <laughs> that should be the name of the podcast. Liv Tyler, dude. <laughs> we have our own bracelets. Remember the Liv Strong ones and shit? Just Liv Tyler. It's just a red one. Like just a, Liv Tyler. Little kids like here. 
Lou Tyler, dude. <laughs> so, oh, shit. Fuck yeah, man. So if you guys want a fucking Liv Tyler fucking bracelet. <laughs> dude, we should just do a shirt. It just says Liv Tyler. <laughs> Hashtag. No E. Just L-I-V. Tyler. <laughs> If you want that, guys, hit us up on all the social medias at Art and Jacob Do America, except for Twitter. We are at Art and Jacob Do A One. If you want to help support this podcast, guys, I highly recommend heading on over to patreon.com slash Art and Jacob Do America. Subscribe $1, $5, $10, $65, whatever you can muster up, guys. $1 gets you access to a bonus episode every single week, where nine times out of 10, those bonus episodes are actually better than the actual episodes you're hearing for free. So if you like what you hear today, this week, again, is no exception. That Patreon that we recorded for you this week was fire as well. So head on over there. Support us there. If you want to support us in any other way, guys, I highly recommend heading over to the official website at artandjacobdoamerica.com. Uh, follow the merch links where we currently have four designs up. Uh, we will probably have a fifth, possibly sixth design up. I don't know. We'll come together like butt cheeks and make that Liv Tyler thing happen or some kind of right. ghost dad. I fuck with ghost dad. Yeah, I fucks with ghost dad, guys. <laughs> Just ghost dad in the back. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, guys, it's not so much to help us financially as we probably see like <laughs> 25 cents or 30 cents from every single uh, purchase over there, but it's more or less to help promote this podcast. So if you're at Lamina Cantina and you're chowing down with Jesus Fuentes, that fucking <laughs> impossible burrito challenge. I just challenge. imagine it's like midnight and they're telling him, hey, Jesus, we, we were closing, dude. <laughs> Sorry, dude. <laughs> Bro, it, it's it's Tuesday night, dude. I got to see my family, man. <laughs> it's cold than a possible burrito. <laughs> you can't deny me. <laughs> Yeah, if they if that person sees you wearing an R. Jacob Do America t-shirt while he's watching Jesus chow down on a fucking Jesus impossible. wearing a Liv Tyler shirt eating a bite of possible burrito. It lets those people know that we exist. <laughs> we gotta do an episode. We gotta talk to the people at, at, at uh, La Mina Catina and be like, can we record a live episode of this <laughs> podcast there? We're trying to bring it back. <laughs> yeah. We're going to record a whole episode while he eats an impossible burrito. <laughs> we just grade his eating techniques. Back, he's just in the background. While is, he, we, is he with you guys? No. <laughs> no, no. Don't let him know we're here. No, 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 we don't, don't, we just don't, tell don't him. let his shirt distract you. The live Tyler. Shirt. Jordan, Jordan, sit over, over here with us. Over here with us. <laughs> it, it, it's, a, it's actually just a table for four, dude. So, like, <laughs> we can bring another seat. No, it's good. It's we, good. we only brought three mics so. <laughs> <laughs> anyways guys oh fuck uh where was that fucking t-shirt talking <laughs> if you guys want to hear other great podcasts guys i highly recommend heading on over to podbelly.com check out other great podcasts such as the world famous sofa king podcast as well as hillbilly horror stories and there's like a new one over there about video games or something like oh, trash really? it's trash or something like that it's it's got like mario holding a trash bag over his thing it's not as over clever as a lip <laughs> Uh, but I guess yeah. they play like a classic like Not 80s video anymore. game and then, you know, do a review and a podcast about it or whatever, right? I don't know. I heard Sofa King talk about it earlier. But anyways, check them out as well. I guess they're official members too. So, with that said, guys, I kind of hate to sign off on this one. Usually I'm ready to go. My voice is like donezo. But, hey, you, you got the secret sauce. You cured you cured what ailed me. All right. The sloppy poppy. Yep. All up in my throat. Yep. But anyways, guys, with that said, right. <laughs> goodbye. And good night. Good night.